Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver... The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Hurry, big fellow! I'm Silver! Hi! On cattle drives, the focal point of all interest when camp was made was the chuck wagon. It was in this that the food and utensils for preparing it were carried. It was at the chuck wagon that all meals were served. At every rodeo, the big event was a race of the chuck wagons. Competitors needed rare skill and daring to handle the four strong horses in the chuck wagon race. Ted Ogden held the state championship from the year before, and everyone expected him to win again. The tryouts in the county were merely a formality. Get along there. Get up, Jim. Get along there, Blackie. He stood in the heavy rolling, rattling wagon as he shouted encouragement to the straining horses. Come on there. Show your heels, Blackie. Dust along, Jim. Come on, Blackie. Come on, Jim. Ted Ogden a champ, Ted. My money will be on you. Congratulations, Ted. Fine work, Ogden. We'll all be betting on you. Oh, Ted. Ted, it was wonderful. Come on over here. Your folks are waiting for you. Oh, I was so proud of you. Oh, thanks, Betty. Now you'll represent the county in the state rodeo. 
That'll mean that we'll all have to go to Larkville. Well, I sure hope you'll be there, Betty. <laughs> It'd take more than four horses to hold me back. Here comes your father. Hi there, son. Doggone, but you sure run away from the rest of them. Licked him to a frazzle. Oh, Dad, all I had to do was ride in the wagon. The horses ran the race. <laughs> Listen to him, Betty. It's you that did it, Ted. Everyone knows how important the driver is. Uh, where's our wagon, Dad? Let's get away from it. Oh, son, you can't just rush off. All the men want to shake your hand and wish you luck at the state rodeo. Well, Ted, you're still the champ. Uh, let me shake your hand. Thanks, Mr. Feller. You should be mighty proud of your son, eh? Hey? Yes, sir, I sure am. Well, how's it feel, Betty, to have a sweetheart the most popular man in the county, huh? Oh, oh Mr. Fenner, uh, I... Excuse us, Mr. Fenner. Ma's home waiting supper. Betty's come to the house with Dad and me. But, Ted, you... Well, you... go ahead. Don't let me detain you. See you at the bank, Ogden. Yes, sir. Now, let's get to the wagon. Oh, hold on, Ted. Here comes Rogers and Jackson to shake your hand. Fine driving, Ted. We'll be betting on you for the state race. Yes, see, Ted. How about you and Miss Betty coming to our place for supper on Sunday? Oh, well, thanks, Mr. Jackson. Oh, we'll let I... you know, Mr. Jackson. Ted's mother is waiting supper. Come along, Ted. We'll be looking for you. Well, thanks, Mr. Jackson. We'll, we'll let you know. Oh, uh, Ted, you shouldn't treat Mr. Jackson that way. Doggone it, there's mighty few people gets invited to the home of the mayor. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad. And I... banker Fenner. He didn't like it when you said we had to get home. Don't forget that I work for him. Oh, Moya's waiting supper. She could wait a little while longer while my boss is talking to us. Ted, there's someone at the wagon. I thought we might have gotten away from everyone. Who's that? I don't know. I, I never saw him before. Young fella. Looks about 15 or so. He's a nice-looking young fella. Well, what do you want? Uh, somebody told me I'd catch you if I waited by this buckboard. My name's Dan Reed. Oh, mine's Ted Ogden. Yes, I know that. Well, what do you want? I... I wondered if I might see the horses that won that race. The horses? Well, look here, young fella. Ted Ogden won that race. Oh, I know that. What's it like to drive a chuck wagon race? Oh, I don't know. I sure would like to see those horses. Are they yours? Nope, I'm just the driver. Just the state champion, that's all. Just the best chuck wagon man in the whole doggone state. Oh, what'd you say your name was? Dan what? Dan Reed. I came to town to meet some friends. They'll be here tomorrow. When I heard about the race, I came to see it. Oh, this is my friend, uh, Miss Betty Stoddard. Hello, Dan. How do you do, Miss Stoddard? And, uh, my father. I'm glad to know you, Mr. Ogden. The same. But don't you get the notion it's the horses that win races. It's the man that handles them. You don't see everyone in town inviting those horses to their homes, oh, do you? Oh, Dan. <laughs> Hang it all, Dan's right. And he's the only one that is right. Uh, oh, now, Dan. look here, Dan Reed. Do you want to know what driving a chuck wagon's like? Why, yes. You got a horse here? Right there. His name's Victor, the white one. Oh, Ted. Isn't he a beauty? He sure is. Dan, you follow us to our house. Have supper with us, and I'll tell you all about it. All right. Good. I'll help you board, Betty. There. Ted. What's the matter with you? That's what I'd like to know. You act like you were sorry to have won that race. Oh, I don't know. I can't explain it now. You're acting mighty strange. That's all I got to say. Hmm. Come on, get up there. Dan Reed was made most welcome in the Ogden home. Ted spent most of the evening talking about horses and wagon racing. He took Betty to her own home next door quite early and returned to spend more time talking to Dan. At bedtime, the Lone Ranger's nephew was shown to a room, but he didn't go to sleep. He heard voices in the adjoining room. Tell me what it is that bothers you, Ted. You certainly have something on at your mind. Oh, Ma, you wouldn't understand. Well, I don't even know how to explain it. Well, I could make a try at understanding, Ted. 
Sometimes it helps to talk a thing out. Ma, would you... Would you be terribly let down if I didn't drive in any more races? Well, Ted, that's just about the last thing I expected you to say. I, I know it. But would you? Tell me why you'd want to drive in the state championship. All right, I'll tell you. I'm sick of the way people act. What? Dan Reed is the first one I can remember that's treated me like, well, like a friend. But I... I don't understand. He didn't give a hang that I handled the reins of the winning team today. He wanted to talk about the horses that won. And he'd be the same whether I won or lost the race. Well, so would everyone else. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't. Just let me lose the championship race and see what happens. Fenner wouldn't go out of his way to speak to me then. You can bet on that. Why shouldn't he speak to you? Your father works for him. Well, sure he does. But how long would he have a job with Fenner if I lost? Oh, Ma, I can see through all these people. Son. Jackson went out of his way to invite me to his house. Ken Jackson. The biggest house in town. Well, I think that's mighty And nice. Betty. How long do you think she'd be my girl if I wasn't the winner? Oh, you're wrong, son. So no, wrong. No, 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 I'm not, Ma. I, I'd like to lose the championship. Ted. I would. I mean it. And then I'd know who my real friends were. I'd know who'd like me. Just because I was Ted Ogden. And I'd know that Fenner kept Dan on the job at the bank because he needed him. Oh, I'd know... you're tired tonight, Ted. It's the excitement after the tryout race. You'll think better of people when you've had a night's sleep. The following day, Dan Reed met the Lone Ranger and Tonto in a camp near town. He told the masked man about his new friend. I didn't mean to listen, but I couldn't help hearing. I can understand how he feels, Dan. But it'd be terrible if he didn't go into that race. You'd be surprised at how seriously everyone in the county takes a chuck wagon race. I know. He wouldn't have a friend left if he quit. There's a big difference between losing and quitting. When is big race? Next week, Saturday. It's run in the county that won the year before. Ted won last year, so it'll be held right here. Oh. Other counties have been working for months to get ready. They've got some mighty fine teams, too. Yes, there'll be a lot of wagons in the race. That's what Ted said. The start of the race is an awful tangle of wagons. Wheels get smashed and wagons tipped over and everything else. Does uh, Ted like driving? Yes, but he dreads the thought of how people would act if he lost. He doesn't want to enter the race at all. I'll talk to him. Golly, I hoped you'd say that. I'll bet you can change his ideas. No one can do that, Dan. You'll have to change them by himself. Well, at least you can tell him he's got to drive. Everyone's counting on him. You want disguise to meet Ted Ogden? Yes, Kimosabi. It's a good idea. That afternoon, when the Lone Ranger, unmasked but disguised, and Tonto went into town, they saw a number of people on the porch of the general store. Ted Ogden seemed to be the subject of conversation. He really means it. He ain't gonna drive. Well, the double-crossing quitter. Yeah, it's a fine thing. He's letting all of us down. Hi, Anthony! I'd like to tell him what I think of him. You sure he won't drive, Roger? Well, I just asked his girl. She's working in the store. She said it was true. Well, well they we're are. too late. Ah, already backed out. Wait till Banker Fender hears about this. He's got a pile of money bet on the race. Who hasn't? What's Ogden's reason for backing out? He ain't got a reason. Just says he won't drive, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, here he comes now. I ain't speaking to him. I'm shoving off. Me too. Come on, Jackson. Show him how we treat a quitter. That's a good idea. Otto, I'm going to try something. The only thing I can think of to make sure he does drive in that race. I'm going to put my mask on. Oh, someone see him with the mask, man. Maybe be trouble. 
I want someone to see us together. I'm here now. I'm ready. Oh, uh, Ogden. Well, why don't you turn your back and walk? Mast. I want to speak to you. Well? Ted, is it true that you're not going to drive? Yes. But what's it to you? What's the mast for? Who are you? You have a special knack of driving, Ted. Aren't you letting all your friends down by not using it? That's for me to say. I've got a right to live my own life. That's not the case. Well... Some people belong to the community. You're one of them. This community made you a champion. You owe a lot to it. Yeah. Let me get beaten once and they'll turn on me like a pack of wolves. Well, I won't be beaten. I'll quit while I'm the champion. That's all right after the race, when there's time for someone else to get ready. But you can't quit now. Think it over. I'll be in again next week, Miss Betty. Ogden, you talking to a masked man. Now I begin the savvy. What's the matter with you, Pete? Bye, Ginger, you're in cahoots with a masked man. I bet you took crooked cash to stay out of that race. Wait till I tell the others. Hey, Rogers, Jackson, Betty! Talking to a masked man. Talking to a crook. Cry, by thunder. Sit down there, Ogden. I want to talk to you about something I heard. It's about your son, Ted. Oh, about Ted? What's he done, Mr. Fenner? There's a rumor around town that he's not driving the race next week. What do you know about it? Well, this morning at breakfast, he said something about not wanting to drive no more. I Why? Well, I don't know, Mr. Fenner. He didn't if say... If anyone else in this county takes his place, they'll smash the wagon in the first 500 feet. They won't know how to drive. That means this county loses. means that all of us lose our bets. But, Mr. Fenner, I... Plenty of people could afford to pay a heap to bribe Ted not to drive. Who was the masked man he was talking to? Masked man? Now, see here, Ted wouldn't take a bribe. Who are you betting on? Well, I ain't a betting man. No, probably not when you know this county will lose. Well, I bet money. I bet a lot of money. And by thunder, I ain't one to be done out of it by a bribing masked man. Oh, see here. No, you see here. I've got a few things to tell you, Ogden. You can pass them on to Ted and see how he takes them. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. Chuck wagons from all over the state were to race for the championship. Nearly every county had a representative. Ted Ogden, the last year's winner, decided not to drive. Everyone called him a quitter. Worse than that, they thought he'd been bribed. At home, he found his mother and father trying hard to understand. I don't see why it should make so much difference who drives. It's the horses that win. Oh, no, no, Ted. It takes smart handling to bring the wagon in first. But there are plenty of drivers in the county. That ain't the way to look at it, Ted. Well, I was just sick and tired of being made a lot of because I was a good driver, that's all. I wanted people to like me for myself. Well, I found out who my friends are. My real friends. No one. Proves what I said all along. I'll see here, Ted. There's ugly stories sure. around. Sure. The minute I changed my mind about driving, everyone says I took a bribe. Bribe. You <laughs> were seen talking to a masked man. Well, what if I was? That's my business. Can't you see, Ted? All the people bet on our county entry because you were driving. They feel you let them all down. Well, there's no one in town will speak to me now. Well, they can all go hang. Ted? Yes, Dan? You've got to drive that race. Why? More than that, you've got to win. I don't see. Mr. Fenner called me into his office today. Oh, I bet I know. 
He hired you because you were the father of the champion. If I don't drive... He bet a lot of money on that race. He said you took a bribe. That's a lie. Hank, Ted would Now, let me finish. I got pretty hot around the collar when he said that. Then he asked me if I'd bet on you. Hank, you don't bet. You never was a betting man. That's what I told the banker. He looked at me and said I'd bet on this race. I'd bet enough money so Ted would just have to win. He let me know that if I didn't bet... It'd be because I didn't have any faith in Ted. You you didn't bet on the race, did you? I disapprove of betting Ted. But I told Fenner that if he lost his money on the race, I'd sell this house and repay him. Hank, did you lose your mind? Dad, you didn't do that. I did. Much more, I put it in writing. I signed over the deed to the house and to all the land. I handed that signed deed to a cashier in the bank with orders to turn it over to Mr. Fenner if Ted didn't come in first. Oh, Hank, Hank. Well, what else was I to do? Sit there and let Fenner say Ted had been bribed? That he was a yellow critter? That he was no good? Never mind, Hank. I understand. Well, Ted, what are you going to do about it? I just wish you hadn't done it, Dad. Well, it's done now. I don't know as they'll let me drive now. They'll let you drive. And you better win. That same evening, the Lone Ranger, Dan, and Tonto were in their well-concealed camp in the woods near town. The masked man had been quiet, lost in thought for some time. Then he looked from the campfire to Dan Reed and said, Dan, our little plan worked. Ted Ogden will drive. I sure hope he does. I'm quite sure he will, to prove that he wasn't bribed by a masked man. And Dan, if he drives, you're going to race against him. I am? Golly, you you mean I'm to drive a chuck wagon in that race? Yes. Oh, I, I wouldn't have a chance. Yes, you will. Tonto's going to select the horses. You know where Jeb Foster lived, don't you, Kimasabi? Uh-huh, me know. He has a chuck wagon, and he'll loan it to us. Um, me go see him? Yes, and while you're there, you'll have to borrow four horses. You can get two from Jeb, and... Uh... Other fellow near Jeb got best team in state. Me get two horses there? Yes. You select the horses and bring them here with the chuck wagon on the morning of the race. Ah. Do you, do you really think I can do it? Then you're going to drive against Ted Ogden in that race. And you're going to beat him. In the days that followed, Ted Ogden was shunned by everyone. When he approached, people walked away. He didn't even have a chance to speak to Betty, the girl he loved. The day before the race, he felt that he had to see her. He went to the store where she worked. I'm very busy, Mr. Ogden. If you want something, Mr. Ives will wait on you. Oh, Betty, wait a minute. You've got to speak. I've got to? Well, first, everyone was sore because I wouldn't drive. Well, I am driving. Doesn't that satisfy them? Hmm. Oh, well, doesn't it? You're driving, yes. But you know very well you're not going to try to win. Not going to try? Betty, do you know that Dad will lose everything? Oh, I dare say the bribe will compensate for the loss. Of course, you had to drive, but you needn't think it fools anyone. But if I win the race, won't that show I wasn't bribed? If you win. Now, will you excuse me? (laughs) 
On the morning of the race, Tonto arrived in camp with a borrowed chuck wagon and four borrowed horses. They were powerful horses with huge muscles that showed great pulling power. Got plenty of grease on those axles, Tonto. Uh, they fix them. These sure are big horses. I'll bet they can pull almost as much as silver. They're better than silver for hauling a wagon, Dan. They're a different type of horse. They pick them plenty careful. Most of the wagons are already at the starting point. Now, we'll plan to get there just in time for the race. Golly, I, I don't see where I'll have a chance against those experienced drivers. You win, Dan. There's just one man for you to beat. Ogden? Yes. D- did you get a copy of the rules? Yes, I have it here. I'll go over them with you just before the race. I'll uh, give you your instructions then. Yes, sir. Well, we'll check the leather. Then it'll be time to start for the race. Nearly 50 wagons were lined up at the starting point, each drawn by four strong horses. Tano stood at one side with Scout, Victor, and Silver, while the Lone Ranger, disguised and unmasked, spoke to Dan. It's a long race, Dan. Now at the start, everyone will try to take the lead. There will be a jam of wagons, and that will mean broken wheels and springs. You stay back at the start. You'll see that Ted Ogden does the same thing. Yes, sir. You'll find that these four horses will have reserve strength when you need it. Golly, Ted's got a fine-looking team, too. I'll be ready. Stick close to Ted until the course is clear for you to take the lead. The judges were placed along the course. The starting cannon was loaded and ready. Ted Ogden held the reins as his father stepped down from the wagon. Now remember, son, what it means if you don't win. Well, I'll do my best, Dad. Betty's watching you. Well, Betty, get back. They're ready to fire the cannon. Within the first 50 yards, two wagons came together. Wheels smashed. Wagons crashed and men shouted in rage. Keep your horses in line and stop crowding me. Get along there. Get along. Look out, you blade fool. The struggling horses and rattling wagons reached a distant point, then made a wide circle and came back. After the first lap was completed, half of the wagons were out of the race with broken wheels, broken traces, and injured horses. The rest were strung out in the line. Here they come. But more, more. Ted is running nearly last. He always does at the start. Hey, look at Ogden. Second last. Where that devil cross is. Wait, Toto. The race isn't over. At the end of the second lap, Ted Ogden made his bid for the lead. All right, now, come on, fellas. Show your heels, Blackie. Just belong, Jim. Dan, taking his cue from Ted, shot into his own strong team of four. Come on, then. Come on, you big fellas. Show your heels. Now we'll travel. Just along, Jim. We passed another. Now we'll go after the lead. Ted passed one after another of the wagons with Dan close behind. At the end of the third lap, as Ted took the lead, those in the stands came to their feet. Hey! Ted Ogden's out to win! He's out to win! We had him wrong! Uh, my boy is leading! Oh, Ted! Ted, hold that lead! It was a race that will never be forgotten. The two wagons were side by side. The horses raced with their long strides almost matching. Dan and Ted stood gripping the reins and yelling encouragement. 
The fury of the pace took the tailboard from one wagon. A piece of siding fell from the other. The screams and shouts of the frenzied crowd was lost in the thunder of hooves and the clatter of wagons. Then, inch by inch, Dan's team forged ahead. He led by a foot and then a yard. Not the finish line. Dan's team was half a length ahead. I did my best, Ted. I swear I did my best. There, son, no one can question that. Oh, Ted. Ted, I'm proud of you. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Ma, I lost the race. Ted. Oh, Ted, you were wonderful. You were just wonderful. There. That's what I think of your race. (laughs) That kid should reward you for a fine race, Ted. The finest that's ever been run. But, Rogers, I, I lost. I don't mind losing money in a race like that. You made that other outfit know they was traveling. That's great work, Ted. Great work. You mean, you mean none of you are sore at me? Let me shake your hand, Ted. That is one fine race. But our county lost. Well, Abbott can't win all the time. We'll get another chance next year. Yes, yeah, sure. yeah. When you two were coming down the stretch, Nick and Nick, I expect to see one of you cut across at the other with a whip. You could have won by doing it, but you didn't. That's doggone fair square racing, boy. Oh, Dad, Betty, I was wrong. I was wrong. It ain't losing that's bad, son. It's quitting. Hey, hey there, Hawkins. Oh, Mr. Fenner, I guess you won. Won? You bet I won. We all won. What? Yeah, as soon as that winning team crossed the finish line, the driver got off, and two different men stepped up to claim the horses. It was a note on the seat of the wagon. Two men? Wait a minute. That ain't according to the rules. The rules state that all horses of a team have to come from one rank. That's what the note said. That team that won was ineligible for the race. The note tells the judges that Ted Ogden is a real winner. And here's a note. It was wrapped in a silver bullet. Then then if that first team is... Disqualified. The judges want Ted Ogden. He's the winner by a mile. Betty, Ma, the silver bullet. That means a lone ranger. He showed me I had friends even when I lost. Son, he showed you that you can't be a winner if you're afraid to lose.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.